0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's hour one on this Tuesday, day two in Los Angeles, at least show two. This is a public service announcement. Fritzy is on fire already today. Just giving you a heads up. He's got a limerick. The uh, Oscar nominations are coming out. And, of course, Todd has Oscar names for you. He's got four guests here. Chris Collinsworth will join us. Michael Irvin, Rich Eisen. Barry Sanders will stop by. Fritzy is on fire, telling us stories about his days in Los Angeles. You're ready to go. I really am. Yes,
1: I'm feeling it. I'm feeling my oats right now.
0: I think you might have used up all your good stuff prior to the start You're of the probably show. probably right. That's what
1: I usually do. Yes, it doesn't do. count.
0: Yes. Uh, great dinner last night. Once again, team-building dinner last night. Uh, great restaurant. And then the boys got on their little scooters, and <laughs> I, I just said, you've had a couple of drinks here. Don't get on those damn scooters. And they take off into the night. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that might be the last time I see Seton. I'm like, all right. And so I saw him this morning, and I'm like, all right, you okay? He goes, yeah, 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 Paulie.
2: They look like the least threatening street gang yes. ever. there's like khaki <laughs> pants and plaid shirts blown <laughs> so in the wind. So much
0: fun. And they're little scooters as they, uh, menaces to society. <laughs> so much fun. All righty, come on in, stay a while. We got a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. This program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes-Benz, the uh, 2021 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. I mentioned the guest list here. The Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their head coach. This didn't feel like, hey, we're all in on Lovey Smith. It might be, we can't hire Josh McCown because he has no coaching experience at all. Let's hire Lovey for a year and see how it goes. Saints promoted Dennis Allen to head coach. He had been the defensive coordinator. So everybody has a coach right now. And to start the offseason, we saw as many as nine teams in the market for a new head coach. But after yesterday, all positions have been filled. Both uh, Smith and Allen have been head coaches before. Lovey was uh, uh, head coach a couple of times. He went just 8-24. and 24. Uh, Allen had... Uh, an opportunity with the Raiders. He was eight and twenty-eight with them, and and some fans, some media members criticizing the new hires. And uh, you know, it's not like they're upper echelon candidates. But Dennis Allen and Lovey Smith. I don't know if they're destined for greatness. Lovey got the Bears to a Super Bowl, but uh, before we go uh, all in on these teams, did they really improve? You might have a rebuilding year with New Orleans. As strange as that may sound. But Dennis Allen had been there. He filled in for uh, Sean Payton when Sean got uh, uh, suspended. So the surprise retirement, and you're not quite sure who you're going to bring in. I think people thought maybe there's a chance for Byron Leftwich, maybe Eric Biannimi, maybe Brian Flores. But as it turns out, it's Dennis Allen. Not really inspiring hires by either one of these programs, certainly with the Texans, with Lovey Smith. He was the associate head coach there with David Culley. It just feels like, all right, why fire David Culley if this is just one more year where maybe Josh McCown joins the staff and maybe gets some coaching experience here. But felt like the Texans were leaning that way, and they decided to, uh, at the last minute, pull the ripcord and uh, bring in Lovie Smith. Yes, Paul.
2: Every time I look at this Texans team and what a mess it's become, I think two years and a month ago they were up 21 points on the yeah. Chiefs yeah. in an AFC playoff game. It's it's unbelievable how fast its franchise could go to uh, unthreatening. Tanking. Yeah.
0: Tanking. By the way, all of our in-studio uh, guests received gift bags by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP show. Also, Link Soul Apparel, a lifestyle brand for any occasion in M-Drive. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M-Drive. All right, Fritzie, what's the poll question
1: today? All right. The first suggestion was Kyla Murray, dot, 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 wants out of Arizona, wants his new deal now.
0: All right. So he scrubbed all of his social media yesterday and uh, he's unfollowed the Cardinals. Oh Oh, no. Yes. That's
2: putting your foot
1: down.
0: Yes. Yeah. This is like when your kids won't eat their vegetables, you know, they stomp their feet and I'm not going to. All right. So you want a new contract here. I don't think he wants out of Arizona, but maybe if you send a little shiver down somebody's spine there and, uh, it feels like he won. You don't trade quarterbacks in these situations. Young, good quarterbacks don't get traded. And uh, and Kyler Murray had a pretty good Pro Bowl. You know, probably would have been the MVP had they won that game. But uh, the timing of this is surprising. Of course, Super Bowl week, so people looking for stories are going to run with it a little bit more. But is this, you know, Vegas has odds. Kyler Murray end up with the uh, Buccaneers. Kyler Murray end up with the Broncos. I'm thinking Kyler Murray ends up with the Cardinals. I think, you know. Hey, can I get a contract here? Oh, oh, now you're happy. Now, now, now you love us. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unfollow
2: you guys. I don't know what that means. Can you imagine? Like you're some staffer. You're some 24 year old staffer on the Cardinals, and you run down the hall to the GM's office, <laughs> and Mr. GM. I, I don't know what was it, Steve Kim. Mr. Kim. I, I don't want to tell you this, but to, we've been unfollowed. Oh no!
0: What, what, what? Who's unfollowed us? You know, Frank Caliendo? (laughs) No, it's Kyler
2: Murray. Oh, Oh, no. He's the Jets.
0: Yes. So, Kyler Murray, I don't know. Does he want out of Arizona or wants a new deal? I'm going to guess he probably wants a new deal. I'd I'd lean towards that. You want to get it earlier than later? I get that. All right. So, uh, Chris Collinsworth will join us, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, Rich Eisen, and uh, Barry Sanders. What else do you have, Todd?
1: Tom Brady says you never say never to Jim Gray on their podcast about coming out of retirement. So, hey, wait,
0: wait, I have to set it up by playing the Tom Brady. That's podcast. a good idea. See,
1: you're, you're a TV radio guy. That's what you do. And what are you? I'm just kind of lug for the ride. OK, <laughs>
0: so here is Tom Brady on his podcast that he uh, tapes with Jim Gray every Monday night. The Let's Go podcast talking about retirement. Muhammad Ali came back. Mike Tyson came back. So inevitably, some quarterbacks going to get hurt or not perform at the level. And it's going to start in July in training camp. It's going to go again in September and probably again in October and November. Uh, How are you going to entertain those thoughts? And would you ever consider that?
1: You know, I'm just going to take things as they come. You know, I think that's the best way to put it. And I don't think anything never, you know, you never say never. And, you know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decisions.
0: Okay, I guess when you hear Tom say never say never, then you're like, okay, so you're saying there's a chance. I'm guessing that in the back of his mind, or when we get to July and August, when your body tells you, hey, get ready for football, then he's probably going to have those thoughts. But I'm going to guess by then he will have you know, convinced himself that, look, this is the best thing for me and my family, and not come back and play. Is Tampa Bay going to hold out hope? You're going to have... Kyle Trask there, and then all of a sudden Tom is, you know, hey, Tom, you know, why don't you limber up a little bit? The kid doesn't look that good. Tom's going to come to the rescue again? I don't see that. I don't see
1: it. Was yeah, that a James Bond movie? It's... Never say never. That sounds like something that would be a 007 kind of thing.
2: It, that was uh, um, Sean Connery when he left being James Bond 007. He said, I can't do James I'll never say never. <laughs> but he said he would never play the role again. Then when he came back to do that uh James Bond. Yeah. They called it Never Say Never Again. Which when Sean Connery came back to the James Bond. Oh. Back to you. All right.
1: Thank you. So their choice is based on uh, what we just heard. Brady will play again, Brady won't play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe Brady won't play. Maybe he'll play for Arizona oh. and then Kyler Murray goes to Tampa Bay. There you go. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, do you want to get the limerick out of the way?
1: We could do that, or I could give you the, you want to save the Academy Award-related poll? Is that too much at once? Oh, no, no, you can give me that one. Okay. <laughs> With the Academy Award nominees announced today, who's your favorite Oscar? Oscar de la Renta, sharp-dressed man. Oscar Gamble. Oscar Hammerstein from Rogers and Hammerstein fame. Ugh. Uh, he's grown. Oscar Roberts in the big O, you love him. Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street. Oscar Wilde, the poet from like 1863 or something.
0: That's terrible.
1: Is that terrible? Yeah. Paulie? Favorite Oscar?
0: Call McLovin. Bring McLovin back for yes. the other day? Yes. <laughs> it's the only time I miss him when Todd gives a bad poll question.
1: You're going to love these two if you're no, gonna roll no.
0: <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go.
1: And we did something similar to this, so again, I hope I'm not repurposing too much. What should be the cutoff age for wearing your favorite player's jersey or uniform in public?
0: We've done this before.
1: Under 40, 40 to 49, 50 to 59, 60 to 69, no age limit. Wear your jersey.
2: That's a question that has to be parsed, because if you are a fan of a team and you wear a jersey to a game, that is, any age counts. You're talking socially, like when you're going out for a bite with your friends and you're wearing your Nick Foles Eagles jersey and you're 56-year-old. Yeah, you're
1: at the restaurant with the boys, and you're like, really?
2: Yeah. Going to a game, all bets are off. You wear whatever you want. Uh
1: And how about this one? If you were the road team before kickoff, would you call heads or tails? And will that poll be it, exactly 50-50 as you think it would be, but not necessarily. Are there
0: any other options for heads? Heads
1: or tails. Or unless somehow tails. it lands on its side like a Twilight Zone episode where it doesn't fall either way.
0: I, I was going through, I was buying uh, some wine yesterday, and I went through the, uh, to the teller, and he goes, uh, uh, credit or debit? And I go, yes. And he goes, <laughs> credit or debit? And I go, yes. <laughs> no, is it credit or debit? And then the woman behind me goes, is it like credit or debit? And I go, yes. I still didn't understand Were it. you messing with him? No, I didn't mean to, but it, it felt like I was messing with him because he just said credit or debit, and I go, yes. And then he asked again. And I, I, like I wasn't even thinking. And so I, uh, I, I said, <laughs> I'm sorry, credit. I don't even understand why they need to know. It's still the same card. Why do they need to know whether it's credit or debit? I don't know.
1: I don't know why you said yes. What, what, that, what does that mean? I, I made a what mistake. Could, well, what, this, what, are, what else would you think they meant? Like, do you, Are you paying with credit or debt? What would that have meant other than that?
0: I wasn't paying attention. Like like, I often like, <laughs> uh, like when you're, you like know. When you go to me in the middle of a national <laughs> live show, like, I don't
1: know what you were talking about.
0: All right, what's the poll question we're going to settle on? I today? think
1: we should start with uh, Paulie's Kyler Murray. That's uh, kind of a, some hot news, hot or not news. wants out of Arizona, wants his new deal now.
0: <laughs> All right. Um let's see, what else do we have here? Uh Joe Burrow talking about uh being at the Super Bowl, but uh being here to win. This was media night last night. Here's Joe Burrow.
2: It's exciting for me and my family and everybody within the organization, but you know, we're not gonna sit back and revel in in the opportunity that we have. We're gonna, you know, try to go
3: out and play a football game and, and win it. You know, we can't sit back and be excited about where we are and what we did. We're we're living in the present and we're going to have
0: to go get it done. Not exactly smack talk, but <laughs> you know, I I I like that he that kid is cocky. Yeah. But but he, you know, he's saying, "Look, we want to win. We're we're kind of the feel good story, the underdog here and it's nice and you know, if we lose, people are going to say, "Well, a, you guys had a great season, nice little story there." And it feels like they have less to lose than what the Rams do because the Rams if they don't win, then all of a sudden it feels like there's deeper ramifications. Like you lost a home Super Bowl to a guy in his second year, the Bengals. Matthew Stafford, we went all in on that trade. Just feels like there's a lot more attached. There's a whole lot more pressure on the Rams. But the Bengals don't want to just show up. You know, the Bengals have des- – why wouldn't they think they could win? They beat Kansas City. They beat Tennessee. They beat the Raiders after Joe got sacked nine times. All right. We're going against Von Miller. We're going against you know that entire great defense. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. By the way, here is Von Miller talking about Joe Burrow last night.
1: You know, it's the Joe Burrow show. Don't don't forget it. Now this this yeah. this guy is the real deal. Um, I don't like making comparisons to you know anybody else. Joe Burrow is his own guy, but you definitely see shades of uh, of Tom Brady in this guy, man. You know, the moment is not too big for him you know they have a they have a crazy team man and we definitely don't want to fall into the trap of uh you know what they've done in the past they're going to come ready to play and um we're going to be ready to play as well
0: okay that's that's a veteran that's what you want to say you want to compliment the kid hey it's Joe Burrow show i see a little Tom Brady in him they got a crazy team Yeah, Pauline.
2: But you know what some of the questions were? I went back. The question was, any chance you and your teammates are going to underestimate Joe Burrow? Can you imagine if (laughs) if Von Miller goes, you know what? We were talking about the other day, and he's not the guy we're going to worry about. (laughs) I'm sorry, who? Check with me on Monday, but uh, we are going to underestimate Burrow. Yeah. It's all about mixing anyway. (laughs) I would love for someone to answer a question that way. Yeah,
0: if we don't shut down T. Higgins, we're not winning. I mean. Everybody talks about Joe Burrow.
2: Like, imagine you're an offensive lineman for the Bengals. Are you guys prepared for the Aaron Donald (laughs) pass rush? No, we're not. No, we have zero chance. We're just going to hold out for dear life and (laughs) literally hold on. He plays for the Rams, Donald. What?
0: what? Have you seen that guy? (laughs) We have no chance blocking him. I would love to get honest press conference answers. Right. You know that'd be great, or just do thought bubbles when somebody asks you these questions. Do you think the Rams are actually going to say, "Yeah, you know what"? Would you take him seriously? Have you seen those uniforms? No. We laugh at him. Come on. Yeah, Paul.
2: Uh, Matt Stafford, uh, is this the biggest game of your life? Of course it's the biggest game of my life. I'm going to get killed on Monday if I don't. I go to the Hall of Fame Monday morning if we win. Is it not? I played with the Lions for 10 years. I didn't play in a big game before.
0: Every game that I've played in since I left the Lions is a big game. There's
2: a preseason game for the Rams that felt bigger. All
0: right, let's take a break. Chris Collinsworth will join us. We'll ask him if the Bengals can play up the underdog Part of this equation. We'll get to phone calls. They're always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle DP show. Say good morning to our radio partners, iHeartRadio, our Fox Sports radio affiliates, and uh, Peacock. You can stream this program here in Los Angeles. Download the app and watch for free. We're back with Chris Collinsworth right after this. I walked outside the hotel and I saw the Sprinter van there. And it needs to be washed, like, soon. Yeah. We're giving this away on Friday, I believe. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be detailed. Right. Inside, outside. After the show yesterday, I walked outside. The van's out outside the uh, studio here. She looks good, though, doesn't yeah, she? the French kid was in there, you know, editing. And they said, yeah, welcome to my home. I said, only for a couple more days. Yeah, not going to lie, I'm going to miss her. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's got all the bells and whistles there. You expect innovative safety features. You got crosswind assist, blind spot assist, active brake assist. That came in handy when Seton and the French kid were going through the uh, icy conditions in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Expect amazing performance and reliability. Not with Seton and the French kid with the Mercedes-Benz van. MBUX voice command system, five-star dealer network. So what do you say? Go to a dealership, take a test test drive of that Mercedes-Benz van. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's the biggest Sunday night of them all. It's Super Bowl 56 live from SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. It'll be the Rams-Bengals Sunday 12 Eastern. The coverage starts on NBC, Peacock and Telemundo. Chris Collinsworth will be part of the broadcast. He'll join us here in a moment. He'll be with Al Michaels and Michelle Tafoya. She'll be on the sidelines. That'll be on Sunday, NBC and Peacock. You know, people probably don't realize how good Collinsworth was. And I remember he, I think, is still in the NCAA record books for the longest touchdown pass reception, 99 yards, which, of course, can't be beaten. But I think Collinsworth might still be there. I don't know if somebody else is sharing the record with him. But Collinsworth was a great wide receiver. Very fast. Came in. um, Was a great impact uh, wide receiver's rookie year. Bengals went to two Super Bowls. Collinsworth was uh, on both of those teams. Yeah,
2: Pauling. Yeah, 6'5", 192 he was listed, which is really big for the early 80s. Uh, 81, 82, 83 season. His first three years, he made the Pro Bowl for the Bengals.
0: Yeah. Do you have, is he still, I guess, the holder? Is he a co-holder of the longest?
2: I got to check. I have one that says he is. I think that's a title checking.
0: Now, did he throw the pass or did he catch the pass? Because I think that's the trickier part of this. Because when he was at Florida, for some reason, I thought it might have been he threw a, Like a five-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, I have him. Or five-yard pass, and somebody took it 94 yards.
2: I have him throwing a a pass, 99 yards to Derek Gaffney against the Rice Owls for Florida. And you're right, it was just a short pass that Gaffney took the whole way.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's bring in Chris Collinsworth, the uh, Emmy Award-winning analyst for Sunday Night Football. Also, he's the owner of Pro Football Focus, and he has the Chris Collinsworth podcast. We were just talking about the Bengals and... You know they're not going in. Oh woe is me! But can they play the play this up a little bit? Of it's us against the world in the Super Bowl.
3: Um, I, I, <laughs> that would assume some some humble qualities to this football team, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they have or not. You know, it's it's a um, I, I, it, it, they think they're the best team in football. They, they think that they are never out of a game despite it being 21-3 to three on the road. They think they can go into Tennessee and knock off the number one seed who had a, a week's rest uh, and, and beat Pittsburgh twice and beat Kansas City twice and, and beat the Baltimore Ravens twice and beat the number one seed and go into Los Angeles and basically a home game for the Rams and beat the Rams there. So I don't think they have that quality. They just would kind of laugh about if you said, are you guys really think you have a chance in this game? They go, yeah, we probably have a chance.
0: You know, it's just who they are. When you look at the tape, if you're going to look at the Rams first, what's the one thing that would make you nervous with this team and the performance on Sunday?
3: Nervous for them or against them?
0: Nervous for them. Vulnerability.
3: Vulnerability, Um, I I would think because of some of the injuries they've had at the safety position, uh, Jordan Fuller and Taylor Rapp, now Rapp may be back, I I don't know what's going to happen there, but if this group of three receivers could get down the field and work some magic down there, um, I think that would give the Bengals a little bit of an advantage, although I've got to say Nick Scott was phenomenal against the, the Tampa in the game that we did. Uh, and Eric Weddle against the run game with San Francisco was phenomenal coming down in the box uh, and making plays. But these are three legitimate threats that um, – Wide receiver, and and I think Jamar Chase is already the best receiver the Bengals have ever had, and and that's saying something. Because I watched Isaac Curtis; he was a teammate of mine. Uh, You saw him plenty. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Chad Ochocinco has had a phenomenal run in his career, but I've never seen anybody do what Jamar Chase has been doing. I mean, catching five yard passes and not even not even getting touched. You know, forget about they couldn't tackle him. They couldn't even get a. They couldn't even win one-hand touch against the guy and going seventy yards for huge plays against Kansas City and against Baltimore when they needed it most. So uh, there's a there's a lot of a lot of fun on this on this Bengals offense.
0: The vulnerability for the Bengals. Do we start with the offensive line?
3: Yeah, no question. That that's it. Um, it, it's, uh, and then probably in particular that the right guard and right tackle position, uh, Akeem Adeneji and Jackson Carmen at that guard position are going to see a lot of Aaron Donald, uh, unless they go the opposite way, which I could see happening too, that, um, they love that overload defense. They love putting Aaron Donald on the, on a three rush side. So maybe Von Miller sitting outside of him. Uh, and Greg Gaines being at the nose tackle position inside of them to try and create that one-on-one matchup. And if they flip it to the other side away from the right guard position, then do you end up with somebody else being in a position to be the hero of the game? Do they start trying to loop Leonard Floyd down inside against him, you know, or do they blitz Troy Reader? You know, what exactly is the game plan? But everything, everything on this team gets built around Aaron Donald. So whatever they can do to create those one-on-one matchups for him, that's
0: what they're going to do. Compare and contrast Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup.
3: Um, about as different as they could be, uh, and from a, a lot of different standpoints. But I, I think that um, I think Cooper Cup is severely underrated, which is incredible <laughs> to say as a guy who won the triple crown of receiving. And I would argue that you have to add a fourth component as well, and that's when he's done blocking. I mean, so much of what this team can do comes off of play action, passing, and the ability to protect this offensive line. And to for him to go dig out defensive ends and linebackers and, and pop through there somehow and block the safety – uh, and you give the Cam Akers of the world a, a chance to go make explosive plays. I mean, he's not that big a guy, you know? I mean, he, but he blocks like he's a 240-pound tight end. Uh, he, he's one of the most impressive guys that I've seen. But Jamar Chase is, is to me, has a chance to be considered one of the greatest receivers we've ever seen in the game. Really? Yeah, I think he's that good.
0: We're talking to Chris Collinsworth. He'll be on the call, the fifth Super Bowl that he's uh, called. He'll be with Al Michaels and uh, Michelle Tafoya. That'll be NBC and Peacock this Sunday. How surprised are players when they find out that you actually played in the NFL?
3: <laughs> I was surprised some of them because I, I, I always said my goal in life when I was playing was to walk around the streets one day and have somebody who didn't know me walk up and say – you know, you look like a football
0: player. i, I, never, I never, got that comment. I never once in my entire life, even so, when you were wearing your uniform out in in uh, the streets, they yeah, still no,
3: which I would do from time to time. Yeah, I, I would, but yeah. no, it, it um, I, I, I don't even know
0: what the question. Is. No, that, that do you have players who don't know that you played football? Oh,
3: for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and um but they don't know that Troy Aitman played to some extent, you know? (laughs) I mean, these guys, they're so funny and they're so fun and they're they're all great communicators now because they're all, you've got to be on social media, right? That's the only way you have a social life in the world today is you've got to be able to put on, be your own producer and create your own content on your own cell phone and, and, and nobody's going to the media to break a story anymore. You just go on your cell phone and you say whatever you want, and then you get all the attention for yourself. So they're all very good on camera. They all have a bit of a sense of humor with everything. And and there's this brutal honesty to them. So where if, if they don't know who you are, they'll just tell you, you don't have to guess. It's not like in the old day where somebody's gonna go like, yeah, you know, try and work the edges a little bit. Like who are you again? Did you play? You know what? You know. So they'll just they'll let us ask
0: you. You're one of six players to play on both of the Bengals' previous Super Bowl teams. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, I was one of one. I know that.
3: I don't know about all the others.
0: But so you lose to Montana on both of those. Which one? Which one hurts more?
3: Um, you know, the, the funny thing is, most people would say the '88. Uh, team because you know it came down in the last 34 seconds and they had to drive 90 yards in the final two minutes to beat us and, and all that um i always thought that the 81 team was was the one that kind of hurt the most maybe it was just because it was my first year or whatever the case but um that was a really good football team and kenny anderson played well enough to win that game and be in the hall of fame all of us and me in particular made mistakes in that in that first Super Bowl, and it's kind of the sting of that sort of always lives with you. So, uh, yeah, they, they both are, Believe me, it's at one time I wore an AFC Championship ring to a party, and all anybody <laughs> wanted to do was talk about the two Super Bowl losses. I go, "This is <laughs> a great idea." I just stuck it in my pocket for the rest of
0: the night. Whenever you run into Joe Montana, the does- does this come up at all that you know he he cost you two Super Bowls?
3: He didn't. He, he won two Super Bowls. I just happened to be on the back end of it. We were the Washington Generals for the uh, for the 49ers and in the eighties. But Joe's such a good guy. I would love to hate him. would you I mean there's some people in your life you just love to hate him and, and you just can't. He's just such a nice guy. I remember one time, Dan, we were flying back from the Pro Bowl together. A little humble brag there, and uh, <laughs> we, we just we just happened to be on the on in the, sitting next to each other, and uh, you know, and of course, Joe had kicked our head in and won the Super Bowl and all that, and he is literally pounding one drink after another to try and work up the nerve for takeoff with this airplane. And, I mean, he was as white-knuckled as any flyer I've ever been in an airplane with and just couldn't talk, couldn't function, and was just – it was making him crazy. And I go, are you really Joe Montana? Is this the guy that beat us every way imaginable when I was playing for Cincinnati? Uh, but he's, he's a humble guy, and I, I can't even find it in me to hate him.
0: You have any issues with the Pro Bowl?
3: I don't watch the pro Bowl I'll be <laughs> <with> us. <laughs> we, 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 used to, we used to announce that is it still as bad as it was. Well, I mean, they, it like they're no football tackling,
0: football. Chris. They they played two-hand touch on uh, on Sunday.
3: I, 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 I don't watch that. I really like football. <laughs> if I want to watch two-hand touch, I'm going to go watch the kids.
0: When do you meet with the coaches and the quarterbacks?
3: Uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So we'll go out. I went to a Bengals practice the other day while I was in Cincinnati. um, But we'll go Wednesday and Thursday to to watch both practices.
0: I'll leave you with this. The Bengals will win if?
3: If they can get it protected. I mean, it's really about as simple as that. that, And and you know they're not going to get it protected every down. These guys are just too good up front can they get it protected when they have chances for big plays? And if they can, these receivers can make big plays out of it.
0: Chris, thank you as always. We appreciate uh, your contributions the entire season. We'll be watching on Sunday. All right, Dan. Good seeing you. That's Chris Collinsworth. He'll be on the call with Al Michaels, Michelle Tofoya. I think that's Michelle's final game. I think she's retiring. And uh, what a classy, classy woman. Great reporter. And uh, I think this is her last game with NBC. Might be Al Michaels last uh, Super Bowl as well with NBC. Maybe he'll end up with Amazon. Yes, Paulie?
2: It doesn't seem like Al's retiring anytime no, soon.
0: Though. No, no. Um, because all he does is he goes to the same restaurant and he plays golf and he does play-by-play. Big game. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. And there he goes. There he goes. There he goes. (laughs) This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization (laughs) options. Is Al Michaels joining
1: us uh, this week? He is. He'll be part of Wednesday's show. All
0: right. That'll be great. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. By the way, uh, I think the line opened at four and a half, Ram's. Then a lot of smart bettors went in at four and a half, taking the Bengals. Now I think it's down to three and a half. I'm always, you know, when you have that margin of, usually if it's three or it's three and a half, and then something goes down to three, then you might stay away from it. When you get that extra half or the hook, then you go, all right, I'll do this. Now four and a half down to three, three and a half. And it'll probably stay there. You see the line adjust a little bit in the beginning because that's when you get a lot of the smart betters jumping in one way or another. But I don't know what the over/under is. Uh, Todd, would you look for that? Yes, Pauline.
2: Do you think the casual better, like the new better, may bet on the Bengals because of the story? I'm talking the real casual better, the entry level. This is first year where basically everyone in America could bet.
0: It feels like you're going to root for the Bengals. So if you're gonna bet, you're gonna bet with the Bengals, yes time. Forty eight and a half
1: okay. points.
0: I was gonna go forty seven. Okay. Forty-eight and a half.
2: You want me to call somebody on your behalf?
0: No. Nope. I'm always I'm always curious. I'm always curious when people this? bet.
2: I'll just bet on things you say without telling
0: no, you. No, 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 no. I, I told you I was having lunch with a guy who was a uh, a member of the DEA and and he was you know, we did, I hadn't talked to him in a while. We were having lunch, and uh, he was telling me about all the raids that they have, and it was a Monday. And he goes, uh, he goes oh, hold on. Um, who, uh, who do you like? Do you like the Raiders? It was a Monday night game. Oh, no. And I go, uh, yeah. I, I didn't even know he bet. So he, he goes, uh, hey, hold on. Let me go outside for a second, and i got to make a call. No, I'm not thinking that he's going outside to make a bet. So he goes outside. He comes back in. He goes. uh, I took your advice. I said on what? He goes. uh, I took the Raiders. I said, but I I didn't know you were betting. He goes. I know, but I asked you who you liked. I said, Oh damn, Greg. (laughs) No names. Yeah. And uh, I said, Well, how much did you put on it? He goes, a dime. I go, a dime? Come on, a thousand dollars. So now I'm invested in the game. I'm not winning anything, and it was miserable. And I said. Don't you ever do that. Like, just don't tell me, don't take my advice, because nobody gives me money when I'm right. They always blame <laughs> me when I'm wrong. I thought you said, like, random people come up, oh, I thought you said, you're right. I've gotten a couple wrong here.
2: Yeah, Paul. And Dan, if your picks go wrong for the casual person, it's no big deal. But if you give wrong picks to a DE agent, all of a sudden there's a pound of product (laughs) under the floorboard of your car, mysteriously. Mysteriously.
0: (laughs) Let's take a break. We got uh, Michael Irvin, the playmaker, set to join us at the top of the hour. Been a while since we've had Mike in studio. It's a time-honored tradition, Michael Irvin at the Super Bowl with us. Something usually goes wrong. Play of the day up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask?
1: My God, the play, the play.
0: of the day.
1: Let right her left like got it. I gotta play
0: it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. That's your play of the day. Reese Beekman hit a game-winning three for Virginia, beating Duke. They had two three-pointers on the night. That was one of them. Beekman scored seven points in the game, five of the seven in the final two minutes. That's courtesy of the mothership. And that is your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by that great new wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe. It lets you see what's happening right outside your door, From your phone, you can always know who's there. Claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off. Interactive monitoring at com. Poll update, Todd, from the first 40 minutes or so.
1: Kyler Murray wants his new deal now, 68%. Wants out of Arizona, 32%.
0: All right. Andrew in Washington joins us on that topic. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today?
1: Good morning, Dan and the guys. Super Bowl week. Pretty exciting. I love to see you guys out in L.A., and
3: doing
0: it like only you guys can do it. So uh, thanks for going out there and having the show on the road. Thank you. Um, yeah, real quick, I did have a follow-up with Kyler Murray. I know you don't put a lot of stock into the social media, but him scrubbing his IG account, everything that happened with Cliff Kingsbury and not really, you know, 100% saying I'm the coach of this team, I'm not going anywhere when the college coaching carousel was going on. Do you think there's anything else going on within the organization that'll come out that Kyler's not happy with. For example, Russ Wilson last year after the Super Bowl, and could it become something bigger than just scrubbing your IG for a contract? Well, you know, Russell's further down the line. You know, Russ is a, you know, a decade older than Kyler Murray. And Russ has already gotten paid. Kyler Murray wants to get paid, and he probably wants to get paid a year earlier. I'm guessing. And if he, how much leverage does he have? You scrubbed your IG account, oh, my gosh. It just feels like uh, I'm not thrilled with everything. But, hey, if you pay me $45 million a year, then I might be a little more thrilled. Yeah, Paul.
2: If he posts a picture of just a baseball glove, then we've got something. Just a simple baseball glove sitting in a foyer of his home Mm. in Arizona. Now that's how you spice it up.
0: Okay, but here's the problem. Baseball is not being played. No spring training coming up here. But he's ready. I don't know if he has any leverage here. Let's put it that way. And you want him for one more year on that contract. And then, yes, we will pay you, whatever. You know, Baker Mayfield wants to, you know, move up the time frame, too. He wants to get paid. They all want to get in there one more year earlier. But, you know, it doesn't always work that way. You know? But Kyler Murray, the previous year, you know, he was mentioned as an MVP candidate. Maybe not as much leverage this year, but I don't know where things stand with him. And, uh, you know, the organization, uh, his head coach. But it seemed like they had pretty good thing going there. Had some weapons there and uh, injuries late. I didn't take them seriously as a Super Bowl contender, but they were winning games early. And I think they made the NFC West the most competitive division. But, you know, the problem is still it comes back to, what are you going to do in December and January? And we saw the Cardinals weren't able to do that much. Uh, Super Week Dan Patrick Show brought to you by Link Soul Apparel, lifestyle brand for any occasion. Had a dream last night, and I was watching the 30 for 30 on the tuck rule with Tom Brady and Charles Woodson. And I got, I got up this morning, and I thought I was still at Tom Brady's house. And, you know, they're watching the Tuck play, Charles Woodson and Tom Brady. Really well done, because those are the two principals in the play. And I woke up, and I thought that I was actually in one of the guest bedrooms at Tom Brady's house.
2: Was it gorgeous? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. A little too ornate for me, you know? (laughs) Like, uh, you know,
2: Greek revival or something. (laughs) I don't know. How detailed was it? Would you go down to the kitchen and there's breakfast? I just
0: remember Giselle. Of course. And I was there with a woman, not my wife, and, and I don't know, like, I remember seeing their daughter talking to Giselle and Tom, and Tom was being very hospitable, I, but I don't know what I was doing there. And then next thing I know, I wake up and I, I, I thought, oh, God, I'm still at Brady's house. I got a show to do. Yeah,
2: see. But were you in the dream? Were you comfortable being at his house or were you like, what the hell am I doing at Tom Brady's house?
0: Or Uh, were you in the dream? Was it like you were supposed to be there? No, I think I was supposed to leave. Mm. But I don't know why I got there in the first place. So I don't know if anybody's an expert on dreams. I was there with Tom Giselle. I think the two boys were not there. The daughter, Vivian, was there. And I remember there was something to do with food. And I was looking for a beach towel. (laughs) So, other than that, I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Yes, Paul?
2: So you look outside the window, and there's Larry Fitzgerald loosening up in on the yard. But then Gronk's there. Yeah, Gronk's there. You know, getting the keg stands, getting the red solo cups ready. But then you roll over, and there's of course Jim Gray. Jim Gray was with me in the bed next to you. He was in
0: bed with me. Yeah, it's like, hey, Jim, Dan. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Anybody top that dream?
1: (laughs) Definitely not. No.
0: Okay. Thank you, Tom. That's wild.
2: Oh, If you watch that thing last night, they're shooting. They do an exterior shot of a gorgeous home in Florida, in Tampa. That can't be Tom's. It's not Tom's. No. They wouldn't show Tom's house. No. It was a gorgeous house and this beautiful great room and these couches. Yes. And (laughs) Charles Woodson's sitting there ready to go. And Tom walks in like he just got out of the shower. And he starts busting Charles Woodson's uh, chops before they even sit down.
0: Oh, He's on fire. Because, you know, those are two Michigan guys. And, and, you know, Charles Woodson is just grilling Brady on the tuck rule. Just grilling him. They slow it down. Tom, that's a fumble. That's a fumble. They slow it down. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's great because Brady does his best. You know, he can't scramble, but he did a pretty good job scrambling there. And they had other people who were involved in the play. But uh, it, it, was, it was really well done. It didn't take much to do it. It was just put those two guys in there, play the play, and let them talk about it. And then, you know, Tom would stand up or Woodson would stand up, and they were, you know, Charles Woodson is never going to let that go. Never. Yeah, Paul.
2: Brady's first line when he walks into the living room was, you sure we want to watch this? <laughs> we both know how it ends.
0: <laughs> and he's like, come on, man, we're going to get to this. I don't remember it snowing that hard for that amount of time. And that's, you know, that's what's lost, too, is – you know, the tuck rule that nobody knew existed. And then you had Vinatieri kicking that field goal. Yeah, and there's like a foot of snow on the ground. Yes. Yeah, Paul.
2: One thing I found that was interesting, they did a lot with Belichick, and he really gave up a lot of details. He said when they started the second half, they're like, the snow was so bad we couldn't run, yeah. we had to pass. Yeah. And then Brady was had an interesting point. He goes, I love playing in the snow, and here's why. I know what my guys are doing, and I know that you guys are going to be at, react just a hair slower. Or you're not going to disguise your defenses as much because – You don't have time to react. It's just basically head-to-head football, and I have the advantage.
0: There's also on that play, Woodson hits Brady in the helmet, and Brady brings that up. Like, hey, you know, you would have been flagged for that. And then Tom, when he loses the ball, tries to trip the guy who picks up the ball. And then Woodson goes, you would have been flagged for that. He goes, okay, offsetting. One more item as we close out hour one, and it's sleep number 360 smart bed you get almost 100 hours more proven quality sleep per year they got the data to back it up and that means you get to spend more quality time with the family and you're healthier you're ready for the day and some tips there for you because there's a strong connection between a healthy diet and improved sleep it's time for action here the call to action is the ultimate sleep number event thanks to sleep number save 50 percent on the sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing for a limited time only at sleep number stores or at sleepnumber.com slash patrick sleep number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the national football league there's other things though to remember you know quality sleep more important than ever as we try to balance life and health in 2022 it's essential for boosting energy recovery well-being and you want to get that ultimate goal of great sleep. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com slash Patrick for details.